the building blocks for a healthy community can come in many forms, from programs for kids, building those positive childhood experiences, and elevating or creating a platform for change in kids' lives. And it builds resiliency, that kind of grit and bouncing back from adversity, and helps kids to recover from traumas that are happening in their lives. To platforms offering resources for helping everyone in the community. A community-led framework focused on all things health, trying to empower people to define their own self-determinant to health through messaging, awareness, navigation, and community collaboration. Discover building blocks for a healthy community inside this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. Welcome to CTSI Discovery Radio. I'm your host, Brian Belmer. CTSI Discovery Radio is brought to you by the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin. The CTSI is a consortium of researchers, doctors, scientists, and others representing eight institutions, including the Medical College of Wisconsin, Milwaukee School of Engineering, Marquette University, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Children's Wisconsin, Freighter Hospital, Versity, Blood Center of Wisconsin, and the Zablocki VA Medical Center. The CTSI works collaboratively across all of our member institutions. Our mission is advancing health through research and discovery. Raising healthy children is the hope of every parent, but no parent can stop every possible traumatic experience that can potentially impact their child's physical or emotional well-being, especially in communities where social determinants of health are disproportionately challenging. Today, we discover an organization building resiliency in kids facing challenging circumstances and, in the process, building healthier communities. It's called Strive 365, and CEO Dr. Brandon Curry first tells us... is a non-clinical youth program that's trauma-informed and focuses on creating positive childhood experiences through sports and fun and engaging activities for kids. What are the vision and the mission of Strive 365? The vision is the idea of constantly striving for that greatness and may never happen, but you continue to strive for it, hence the name. We want to end youth trauma. We want to combat major issue that's affecting so many kids. Through that, we focus on a day-to-day basis by following our mission of building resilient mindsets to assist with that, to create a platform of change individually, but also throughout the community. And with the clear goal of being additional layer of support to do our part in building those positive childhood experiences and elevating or creating a platform for change in kids' lives. In addressing the impacts of childhood trauma, what are kids in our community experiencing? Kids are being impacted with so many different forms of trauma, from neglect to abuse, parent incarceration, death, cognitive struggles. Are these traumas being experienced by kids in their homes or out in the community? I 
every situation is unique in itself, but I think a lot of the struggle that is occurring in the household is also seen in the community. That just escalates the issue as to the toxic stress. It's almost like a cloud following you everywhere you go and ultimately could lead to poor decision-making, poor health. Also, consider that many children encounter more than one type of trauma. Definitely. There's 10 different forms of adverse childhood experiences, and at times, some kids and families have experienced several of those beyond two or three, four or five. You know, it just depends on the situation that you're born into and things that happen on a daily basis. Plus the fact that these traumas continue to evolve. And so one of the things that we really focus on is we try to evolve with it, constantly thinking outside the box and trying to come up with new, innovative and creative ways to engage with these kids to make sure that they have a voice in explaining what they're going through and then that we're able to help them overcome those different obstacles they continue to face. Strive 365 does this by meeting kids where they're at, no matter where they're at. We want to offer programs and services that extend beyond the home because you can't follow everyone home. So what we have to do is offer programs and supports that are accessible to individuals to have a chance to be a part of. And that's really what our goal is. It's a monumental goal to help kids overcome seemingly mountainous, sometimes even monstrous, traumatic experiences. Wow. Sad, painful, disheartening. It's holding back opportunities for growth and at times hope because some of these kids are just trying to get through the day. Strive 365 aims to ease the burden of these adverse childhood experiences and build resiliency in kids through various customized, non-clinical, trauma-informed programs. We have frameworks that we go through when working with kids that we have embedded in all of our curriculum. These steps are crucial in the momentum moving forward to help kids combat trauma and toxic stress. So you can use the frameworks with everyone, but it's how you deliver them, how often you deliver them, and when you deliver them. And as far as being trauma-informed... It's the idea of making sure you have a safe space, being empathetic, relationship building, social connectedness, making sure that you empower the kids as well as the people you're working with. You want to make sure that they have a voice. So you're not just telling them what they need, but you're actively listening and working with them to support what they're saying they need. Strive 365's programs are divided into four main cores. Dr. Curry shares insights on each, beginning with the Peak Team program. It's our core curriculum. Everything we do is based off Peak Team to highlight the importance of building resiliency, creating a space for decision-making, self-regulation, and individual growth to ensure that kids make better decisions, understand the importance of positive and negative consequences from the decisions you make, and empower yourself to say, hey, I have choices. All in the hopes that kids learn to model the skills they've learned to others. Then they start teaching it to the other kids in the program because they're modeling what's taking place. Things happen every day in life, and so you have to be prepared and you have to always be willing and ready to handle adversity and situations. And so that's really what's at the core of the curriculum. Then there's brain agents. Brain agents is 
extension of our peak team curriculum, and it's a video game that allow kids access to support even when they're not in direct contact or interaction with our staff. How can we meet them where they are? Well, a lot of kids are interested in video games. So we said, all right, let's use those same concepts in the peak team curriculum and let's embed it in a video game. Kids play brain agents on a mobile device or tablet. Being engaged with the framework, still understanding self-regulation, decision-making, being forced to make decisions that help them understand the importance of empowering yourself to be put in a good situation. That was really the premise behind the game. There's a program called Resilience in Sports. It's the athletic-based approach where sports can build individuals up. It's an escape. It's a chance for them to have fun. It's a chance for them to learn core principles like how to be a good teammate, how to overcome obstacles, be disciplined. So many different principles are attached to athletics including important life lessons for kids and coaches alike. Sure, everyone wants to win, but the fact that those kids are showing up means they are winning. It's good to want to win, but those same principles are going to follow them when they leave the court and go back home and into their communities. And so that's what we really focus on, modeling how they should be approaching the game on court, but then also the game of life. They kind of mirror one another. And then there's Strive Time. Our mentoring approach to working with kids where peak team is generally larger group. Strive Time is small group and one-on-one mentoring where you get an opportunity to really lock in and connect with them in a more intimate way because it's focusing specifically on what their needs are time to have private discussions and time to focus on certain things happening in their life. And when they talk about it, they see that they're not alone. They're not on an island. And so it opens up the door where they feel supported and they're able to grow. Strive 365 offers its innovative programming through several collaborative partnerships. Brown Deer School District, St. Francis School District. We work with charter schools and we're now working with Milwaukee Public Schools as well. YMCA, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, even with the city of Milwaukee and the mayor's office. Medical College of Wisconsin and Milwaukee Bucks have all been really key partners to connect with these kids and families. What's the importance of these community collaborators toward the success of Strive 365? I think it's everything. It shows a true commitment. We want to learn from you. We want to work with you. Help bridge these gaps together to make a greater impact. Be aligned with mission-driven groups that are about action, out in the trenches doing the work on a day-to-day basis, and create change and hope throughout the city. We know that we have a formula of making that happen. But it's not a secret formula. In fact, Dr. Curry tells us exactly what the formula is. Visibility plus accessibility equals opportunity. And so we try to use that formula on a day-to-day basis where you're exposing kids to things they may have never seen before. And then when they see it, you want to make sure they have access to it. They have access and they've seen it and they're interested, that creates the opportunity. And so, you know, all it takes is one person to have a true change and impact on a kid's life. If you'd like to learn more about Strive 365, Strive, S-T-R-Y-V, 365.org. Our contact info is there, so please reach out to us.
Let's now discover whether Strive 365 is effective. For this, we hear from Dr. John Moyer, who's leading a research team in studying the efficacy of Strive 365. Dr. Moyer is a professor of pediatrics and community health and director of the Institute for Health and Equity at the Medical College of Wisconsin, which he explains is both a department and a center. As a department, we have biostatistics, epidemiology, various social sciences, bioethics, and community health. We have nine graduate education programs offering master's and doctoral degrees, including 100 students enrolled in those programs. And as a center, we are a resource across the campus, in our community, and frankly, across the world. And our mission is to improve health and advance equity through research, education, clinical consultation, and community engagement. To evaluate the efficacy of STRIVE 365, the Institute for Health and Equity was brought on board to conduct a qualitative assessment of STRIVE 365's Peak Team program. Peak Team focuses on strengths, on assets, on being positive, and it builds resiliency, that kind of grit and bouncing back from adversity and challenges, and helps kids to recover from traumas that are happening in their lives and disproportionately in historically marginalized communities. Through coaching, mentoring, education, coaches can help youth live to their potential. And if effective, Strive 365's Peak Team program should help to promote positive life experiences, social and emotional learning, how to have healthy relationships, and to bounce back from challenges. But is it effective? Dr. Moyer and his research team set out to explore this. Brandon Curry and the Strive 365 team wants to know how effective their programs are. So they approached us at the Medical College of Wisconsin to help with that kind of evaluation. To think about how peak team coaching and also the complementary brain agent video game improve students' well-being, sense of purpose coping with difficulties and challenges, managing your emotions and anger in particular, and how to help one another out in healthy ways. In addition to that, we also benefit from not only surveys, focus groups, interviews with students and teachers, but also having access to student performance on state exams, their attendance at school, and their experience of suspensions for disciplinary issues. The study operates under the hypothesis that peak team improves attitudes of the youth, behavior, relationships, and interactions with peers and teachers, and that they'll have more positive life experiences and build a resiliency. We also expect that brain agents, the video game, will have similar impacts, not at the same level, but together they might be even stronger. Next, Dr. Moyer tells us who specifically participated in the Peak Team Program study. In the evaluation of Peak Team and Brain Agents, we recruited 400 students with their parents' consent at our four participating schools. Milwaukee Academy of Sciences, Brown Deer, St. Francis, and also Howard Fuller Collegiate Academy, and getting 25% participation rate is something we feel good about. Of the 400 students participating in the study, we're focusing on grades 5 through 10, 
70% of those youth are in economically disadvantaged families. 20% are proficient in English and math, but most are at a basic or even below basic level. 60% are black or African American, about a third are white, 12% Latino, and 10% Hmong or Native American. So it's a very diverse community of students who generally are experiencing socioeconomic challenges. The students participate and are evaluated in the study for two years. Over that two-year time period, students in grade 5 through 9 at the four schools randomly assigned each semester, they get either peak team or brain agents or both or get none of that programming intervention. So every other semester they might get nothing and then they get something different. So we can compare their recent experiences to gaps. Then, along with their participation in Peak Team and Brain Agents programming, all 400 students complete surveys October, January, April, right before and after semesters end. And 100 students every year will participate in focus groups or interviews in December and April about their experiences with Peak Team, with Brain Agents, or how life is going in general so we can continually improve the program. How is data from the study collected and analyzed? The survey and the qualitative data is mostly collected by the Strive 365 staff. Qualitative data is analyzed by a team of two MCW faculty, including myself, four medical students, a PhD student, and then we'll have the survey data analyzed by our medical college biostatistics staff. While the study is ongoing, there have been significant results thus far. We have baseline student survey data. It first shows the assets and strengths that the students already have. 80% said they were satisfied with their lives. Two-thirds said they can self-calm when they're upset. Two-thirds said they can talk with their family or friends when they're feeling problems. And 60% said they had had no physical fights in the past three months and other key findings to date. Three quarters had somebody close to them who had passed away recently. Half of the youth said someone close to them was incarcerated. A third said they had someone close who had a drinking or drug problem. And 12% of the youth themselves felt depressed or anxious every day. It's an alert for us to quickly connect them to school counselors for support. Although there are other social-emotional learning interventions available, Strive365's program is breaking through barriers. We have some preliminary findings from the first year of focus groups and interviews with the students that show that the Strive365 programs improve coping strategies like self-calming, making good choices, asking for help. Meanwhile, teachers and school officials are noticing... Peak team improves student connections, communication skills, and their teachers say they want more of these services, which is really an acknowledgement of the unique value it brings to the youth and the schools. There's more to be discovered and shared from this evaluation study. This is one of the biggest studies of this nature that's ever been done. This block randomization with crossover, two years, 400 participants, is the biggest that will be published in this area. So we look forward to sharing what we've learned about these approaches for youth, families, and communities. And initial indications are Strive 365 is working. We've already done presentations locally. We're doing some in the state, and Strive's team is actually going to a national conference of school teachers and counselors next month. We hope more schools and youth organizations will tap into the STRIVE approaches and the tools.
enabling Strive 365 to impact other communities as well. Youth shouldn't have to struggle with trauma and adverse experiences alone. Strive 365 offers programs to support positive life experiences, social emotional learning, and resiliency for children and teens. Making Strive 365 and its peak team program indeed building blocks for a healthy community. Without a doubt, Brian, Strive 365 is building a healthy community, and we're hoping that we can continue to spread this approach to help the well-being of youth locally and nationally. Next, we discover another platform offering resources aimed to help build a healthier community. It's called Healthy MKE, and it's developed by InPower, an inner-city Milwaukee-based media and marketing firm. Co-founder Aziz Abdullah tells us, at the heart of it, what Healthy MKE is. Healthy MKE is a community-led framework focused on all things health, trying to empower people to define their own self-determinant to health. So we do that through messaging, awareness, navigation, and community collaboration. They take a holistic view of the health of individuals and communities. When we think about health, we think about it from the perspective of mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and environmental health. In determining what a healthy Milwaukee looks like, Healthy MKE looks through a couple of different lenses. First, people that are in the ecosystem of community health and academic research or healthcare in general understand what social determinants of health are. And so that's one of the lenses that we do look at health through when we look at neighborhoods, when we look at specific blocks, when we look at the city and the county as a whole. We assess what our standards are and what are standards that exist around the country, even around the world, and how we're matching up. But understanding health is also very personal. We try to also do some work from the community standpoint and understand how does the community itself, both as an individual and as a community, define its health and how do they feel like they're comparing when it comes to that standard they've set for themselves. What is the reality of Milwaukee's overall health? think about the health of our community, I think there are some areas where we see a lot of hope, but I think as a community, we still face a lot of challenges. Significant challenges such as racial comparisons, economic comparisons. Milwaukee still is one of the worst places in the country for individuals who are of African-American descent from the health perspective. And so while I think in our community we have a lot of areas of optimism where individuals are experiencing positive health outcomes, we still have some work to do. There are other barriers in the path to a fully healthy Milwaukee, both basic physical barriers. I don't have a ride. I may not have insurance coverage. I work a full-time job that doesn't allow me to be able to go get an appointment. All of those are true realistic barriers. And psychological barriers. Aside from those physical barriers, we also have a lot of work to do around building trust and defining the way that the healthcare system is gonna be appropriate for all communities. I'm primarily talking about individuals who don't always have the economic means to be able to have the luxuries of time, to be able to have the luxuries of reflection, to be able to even make some of those decisions. Enter Healthy MKE, a resource platform poised to be an agent for change. Our goal is to be 
be able to empower people to define their own health outcomes and live a life that is self-determined towards their optimal health. What's the origin of this Milwaukee County Community Health Platform and Tool? During the pandemic, we launched an initiative called Test Up MKE. And Test Up MKE helped navigate over 20,000 people to access testing resources in the city of Milwaukee. And that was kind of the precursor to Healthy MKE. Healthy MKE was created by InPower, a Milwaukee-based media and marketing firm Aziz Abdullah co-founded. We're a social impact and good cause marketing agency. We focus on issues that are going to have a positive impact in the community. Myself and my two co-founders founded the agency in 2019. We're African-American-owned, women-led agency. We're all born and bred from the city of Milwaukee. We're based in Harambe, right on Martin Luther King Drive, and love the work that we do. Being deeply rooted in Milwaukee, InPower truly understands the health care and well-being disparities in the community. All of the work that we touch focuses on all things social determinants of health. And I think one could argue that that is our total environment. We're really focused on empowering people to have a positive behavior change towards their best outcomes for themselves. Healthy MKE is uplifting the health of Milwaukee County by offering resources and tools, including health care options. On our website, folks are able to go on and if they don't have a provider, we have a map that has safety net clinics. We have a map that has the free and charitable clinics. And then we also have a map that has all of the health systems and available resources within our community from a health care standpoint. It's really easy for any user, no matter what stage of life that you're in. To health insurance options. Covering Wisconsin is a nonprofit organization in the state of Wisconsin that focuses on doing direct navigation around insurance. We are considered to be a warm handoff in that structure. So we drive traffic to our site and then we directly port people into their infrastructure. We're not necessarily directly navigating. We are trusted messengers who act as bridges to available resources in the market. To information on viruses and vaccinations. Really trying to simplify what is mRNA? What's the difference between an mRNA and a traditional vaccine? And so when we think about the information piece, we really focus on trying to take information related to communicable diseases and make it more simple. And then from that, helping individuals understand how does your immunity play into the power of being able to receive a vaccine? And then from there, connect folks to the next best resource. And mental health care options. We have flyers, printable documents for both providers as well as community members. But then we have a navigation tool that we built that resources around our framework of community education, organizing an ecosystem of resources, and then connecting people in a way that is most easy for them. The mental health portion of our website reflects all open access points for mental health and or substance use resources in our community. Aziz recognizes the importance of collaboration, including partnering with the CTSI and the Medical College of Wisconsin. I want to thank the Medical College of Wisconsin and CTSI because it's really rooted me in understanding the power of what translational science really is. I'm always excited about the work that CTSI is doing for how we can build a bigger table for science to be advanced through a true collaborative and integrated approach for the betterment of all of us. 
because for him, making a healthier Milwaukee community is important and it's personal. Your health is wealth. Your health is truly an element and an embodiment of the spirit and existence of everything around you. So to me, this work has always been more personal than it was ever professional because ultimately health is existent in everything that we do. And so the true spirit of this work is rooted in true self-empowerment for a collective strength as a community. Learn more by going to their website. It's all in the name, HealthyMKE.com. Our team is super responsive. We love to collaborate. We love to partner. We show up at any event. We find ways to collaborate, work together, and come together. And we show up every day ready to go. And now it's time for us to go as we wrap up this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. As always, thanks to each of our guests for appearing on today's show. Dr. Brandon Curry, Dr. John Moyer, and Aziz Abdullah. I hope you've discovered something by listening to today's show. And I'm doubly hopeful you'll join us again next time. CTSI Discovery Radio airs the third Friday of every month. Make an appointment on your calendar and join us for each episode. On behalf of the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin and all of our affiliate partners and members, I'm Brian Belmer, wishing you happier, healthier days ahead. For more information about research or to listen to the podcast of this or any of our shows on demand, please visit our website at ctsi.mcw.edu. CTSI Discovery Radio is written, produced, and hosted by Brian Belmer in collaboration with WMSE Radio. The CTSI and this program are under the direction of Dr. Reza Shakir.